mom would trade places with your mom in a heartbeat to be there that day and your mom just threw it away yeah and i think that's the selfish part that i i i can't get over hi hi everybody i'm eden and i'm jay and welcome to eden xj unfiltered the podcast where we have created a safe and sexy space to have unfiltered conversations we might be the same sex but we have different opinions hey welcome to part two of our wedding in oaxaca but before we jump in we just want to remind y'all to leave five stars if you like what you're hearing and also follow us on social media at eden xj across the board we are everywhere at eden xj including only fans oh we're on only fans and this month we have a promotion because it's by visibility week and not month because bisexuals have a week and not a month why do we only have a week ask the people i don't know yeah we should actually ask them if we find them i have a few words for them <laughs> like why don't we have a whole month and then why split it with hispanic heritage month it's like it's so rude that's honestly very disrespectful like they could have picked any other month anyways <laughs> yes yeah, so go over there and enjoy and we will actually get into like another episode of discussing all the things that we have planned for OnlyFans because it's not only what you think, it's even better. So <laughs> uh, this specific episode is a part two to our wedding. We had way too much to talk about and I think we so left much. off episode one with parents. Yeah. Uh, we had that spooky situation with my dad and my grandma. A spooky. <laughs> also, I just want to clarify, I did find my grandma's picture. <laughs> We found she her. is safe and sound and safe and sound at home on the wall where she needs to be, and that I'm really excited that I got to keep her. Yeah, we were really get lost. We were but, scared. Yeah, but we found her as we were packing to leave back to a back home. So weird. Yeah, she was. She was. You know, spooky stuff. So if you don't know what spooky stuff we're talking about, go listen to part one just you'll this all this stuff will start to make sense to you and (laughs) if you are listening to part one gracias and welcome back to part two that was such a big uh conversation to open up about you know parents and we talked a bit about your parent that was no longer here but i think we should open up this podcast and actually have an honest discussion about what happened with the parent that is here for you I think it's interesting when you don't have supporting parents. I think that when it comes to your wedding day, it's super heavy. At least that's what I experienced. Mm-hmm. And as some of you may know, my dad died a couple years back and we didn't really have the closest relationship. But I also have a mom that's living, but we we are no contact now. We've been no contact for the last four years. So I think the day that I woke up, day of our wedding, I woke up with so much anxiety and a lot of heaviness that I couldn't really explain. And yeah. I think that day I woke up and I told you, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, I feel very sad. Mm. I feel very emotional. And I'm a Pisces, yes. And I can <laughs> be emotional about things. But when it comes to crying, I still I still have to work through, like... We're still working on it. We're still working yeah. on being able to just cry without feeling some sort of guilt or shame for crying. Yeah because of the way that I was raised and so I had this huge feeling of just wanting to cry all morning and I kept fighting it and fighting it and fighting it and yeah I think that it didn't really hit me until that morning that my family like my immediate family my blood relatives weren't going to be present on one of the biggest days of my life we just had to have an open conversation and 
I just didn't want you to have to keep fighting it. Yeah, and you were, I mean, you've always been the greatest support when it comes to, like, constantly mm-hmm. dealing with this, um, this whole, like, wanting them there, but not mm-hmm. wanting them there, and knowing that this is the right thing for me, but also feeling sad about it. All of those feelings are, are valid. I'm not, I'm not here to judge you. Like, I'm, I'm here to support you. And if anything, it makes me sad, you know, because it is, you know, I'm, I'm trying to imagine being in your shoes and it's hard because here you are wanting somebody who doesn't want to be here. And that, that has got to be the most conflicting feeling in the world. And your, your feelings are valid. All of that mixture, you're describing it perfectly, a mixture of emotions is real. All of those things can coexist in one body and feel like a lot. Totally. And I appreciate you for just being you and supporting me through my journey, specific, especially on our wedding day. And um, yeah, I remember like I talked to you and I didn't know what was wrong. And then you still hadn't written your vows, <laughs> which was such a surprise to me, but not because I know you and you like hate writing things oh down. God. You hate Anything that has to do with writing, you just don't like it. You don't eat the bad frog or what's the saying? Oh my God, you're so cute. Uh, eat the ugly frog eat first. Eat the ugly frog first. Yeah. And Eden always says that through her whole Mark relationship. <laughs> Literally, she always makes us like do the hardest thing first and then do the easy things. And I think for you, it was so, it was so funny because you hadn't written your vows. And even the night before, I was like, are you ready? And you're like, no, I'm, I'm still working on it. I'm still working on there, it. There's some context there that we'll get into, but I, I don't want to take away from the story of your mom. And that's because this is such a, it's such an important piece of you. And I'm so proud of you uh, for actually expressing your emotions and and allowing yourself to cry, but not only just that, allowing yourself to feel. Yeah, no, totally. And anyway, so you left, you left to write your vows and you... Not because I wanted to, but because I had to. No, because you had to. <laughs> this is real. You know, I was dealing with like emotions internally and I didn't know how to get them out. And Eden still needed to write her, her vows. And so she, she went upstairs because we had like this really nice hotel at Flavia, which shout out to them if yeah. you're ever in Oaxaca stay there maluma has stayed there maluma has stayed there honorable mention it's beautiful it's 20 minutes outside of oaxaca yeah and we had a room that had like a deck a viewing deck so eden went upstairs to write her vows and i was left with my feelings downstairs and i don't know why i just decided to grab my phone and make a tiktok about how i was feeling and i did it in hopes of getting advice from anybody who had gotten married without mm-hmm. their immediate family present because mm-hmm. for me it was so much and yeah. even now talking about it I get super emotional because you're right it is such a weird place to be where you want them there but you know you can't have them there you're you're putting yourself first but it sucks that this is the way that things have to be it's okay it's okay I'm okay yeah and so yeah, I made this TikTok being completely transparent and vulnerable and just wanted advice and posted it, didn't think anything of it. And literally within seconds, it was just people were just pouring from all over the world telling yeah. me how much my feelings are valid, um, yeah, how they much are. they support me and how proud they are as strangers <laughs> who have never met me. Yeah. Um, 
about our relationship and how strong I've been and just the example that I'm doing for our community. And it felt really, really awesome. And on top of that, literally after I had posted it, I put my phone away because it was time to get ready for our big day and our makeup artist had just shown up. Eden was done with her vows. <laughs> I had to like rush them. <laughs> they were so good though. Oh. I, I still can't believe that you wrote those vows within... Yeah like an hour before we got married i mean i can't i can't believe that you allowed yourself to feel and you put your feelings out there i mean how how did that make you feel having a bunch of people like validate you and tell you that you're not alone and that what you're feeling is is real i think it was it was it was very healing to hear other people share their stories about their wedding day and how they're no contact with their family or you know, their mother doesn't accept their relationship, so mm-hmm. they weren't present. And just telling me that it's okay to feel the way that I feel and mm-hmm. it's normal to feel the way that I feel and to just not take away from the day. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing that I took away from the advice that I received mm-hmm. was just don't let those feelings, like it's great, feel them all you want, yeah. but when it comes to you walking down the aisle, let them go. Yeah. Because the people that are mm-hmm. present love you and you need to be present for your wife. and. Yeah you know, your future and your family and friends. I think that was, I think that was the conversation that, um, I, and, and it's hard, right? Because as your person and as your partner, I know I can only say so much, you know, because I've been saying all these, like about how amazing you are and, and all of these incredible things about you and you as a person. But sometimes I do think you just hearing it from, somebody else, you know, who has really no idea who you are, but validates you and also can see how an incredible person that you are and how strong you are and how beautiful you are and how much you deserve to have your special day. Yeah, no, I think it was validating from hearing it from people who have been through through it, it, who have living parents who don't support them, who are no contact with their family and how their day went and how they navigated those feelings on their special day I think that helped a lot even if they were strangers and I appreciate all the comments and all the love and all the dms that came pouring in so much so that your Oaxacan family literally text me maybe 20 minutes after I posted that video telling me how much they love me and how much I'm a part of their family and like they wouldn't it wouldn't be the same without me and I they hope that I feel loved as much as they love me on this special day. Like our friend Sufi in New York sent us this beautiful voice message, just kind of has a similar story with her family. And she was like, dude, I love you. I totally feel you. And, you know, I'm here for you if you need anything. And it was just, it was so beautiful to to get these messages that I so desperately needed on that day. And I think everybody had an important piece that, you know, to your puzzle that you needed for that day to like put it all together, to like hold it all together. And I think the final piece was you realizing too that there are there are eighty people here yeah. that traveled from all different parts of the world that love you and that wouldn't miss it for the world. And like please feel what you need to feel for the people who aren't here. That there are and like eighty people out there that just love you more than anything and the Oaxacans would have been there in like a heartbeat in two seconds if you would have told them (laughs) that's the crazy part I think is once I shook off the feeling of like this this mixed feeling 
feelings that were happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I like kind of made peace with it. I had 10 minutes on my own before the makeup artist started yeah. and kind of just mentally I was telling myself like just let it go like you're here now mm-hmm. you're about to marry the love of your life your best friends are here yeah. your chosen family is here just be in the moment and it was so beautiful to see all of our friends just love us unconditionally and celebrate us mm-hmm. you know but I I don't know I feel like this topic is so it's so common within the Latino community, especially if you're raised a certain way, whether that's religious or yeah. just homophobic and not accepting. Yeah. It's such a heavy day. Like, I don't wish that upon my enemies. It's so mm-hmm. heavy to, like, envision it a certain way when you mm-hmm. were a child or, like, growing up and it being completely different. Yeah. Day of. I think what's important for for people to realize is like we have two very different perspectives when it comes to family. Um, I'm very like cutthroat, and I'm I don't care for people who don't. <laughs> I don't care for people who don't care for me, mm-hmm. and like I'll I'll match the energy you give me one hundred percent, and I don't need to. I don't feel like I owe anybody anything, and vice versa, nobody owes me anything. That's what I love about you. But for you and and that connection that you have with with family, it's just it's it's so admirable um, more than anything. And even if it's something like I don't understand, I do understand pain. I do understand wanting somebody so bad who's not there. Yeah. And you know my my mom is not there, not by choice. You know, but yours made a choice. And I think that's the hardest thing to understand, right? I was just like mm-hmm. my mom would trade places with your mom in a heartbeat to be there that day and your mom just threw it away yeah and i think that's the selfish part that i i i can't get over it's the selfish part where i'm like i i mean i don't care who you are you don't deserve to be there anyways because you made a choice you know not to be a part of our lives and i feel like if everybody has been given a choice then you could just kind of have to let them choose and then deal with the consequences after and I, I carve, car- <laughs> I like, I put all of my emotions in a box and different boxes. And I think it's a little bit easier for me. It's more business. It's not personal. And for you, it's personal. And I, and yeah. I, and I love that about you. And I love that aspect of you. I've always worn my heart on my sleeve <laughs> and it's like, it's kind of my Achilles heel, right? Like I can't it's turn okay. it off. It's who I am. Yeah. And if I love you, I love you love, unconditionally. Love all. <laughs> yes. And yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting, um, but I will say I did feel the most loved I've ever felt. Oh yeah. Um, one of my aunts did end up coming with my cousin, and that was bittersweet as well. My cousin came, and he was so supportive. And yeah. then his his mom. Mm, I remember like, <laughs> ugh, his mom, man. My tia. I just I feel like it's interesting. I feel like old school tias and tios just don't get it they just don't understand like the the cutting ties with toxic family members the trying to end gener you know generational traumas the working to be better the belief in therapy like it's just so foreign to them and my tia came and she gave me the biggest hug like on our welcome dinner and she's like oh thank you for having me like Mm -hmm. love you very much congratulations and she's like you know who is missing? Your mom. Mm. Like literally just like 
drop that bomb put that in there so then i told her i i said you know she no one there are 80 guests here and every single one of them approve and support my relationship to my soon-to-be wife Mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense to have someone present who doesn't support my relationship yeah and she just didn't get it. She was like, yeah, but you know, let bygones be bygones. It is what it is. Like, she should be here. And I was like, no, she shouldn't. No, because she doesn't past. support my wife. And she doesn't support my relationship. And as much as I would want it to be different, it just doesn't make sense for my mental health. Yeah. And our relationship. What example would that be? And I feel like that is the most important takeaway, right? From making the choice to the 80 people that we decided to have come to the wedding like all wanted to be there right and that was the only reason why our wedding was as beautiful and as magical as the way that it was because everyone wanted to be there right if we invited people who didn't support us didn't want to be there supported one of us but not the other it wouldn't have felt as much there wouldn't have been as much love in the room right because there would have been something unspoken and the our wedding is not the place to hash it out or to like put a band-aid or to fix things like you had years you've had we've been together four years you had four years to like make a choice and to decide where what place you want in our relationship right and that is still the choice that you've made today. And when we're respecting that choice that she made to not be a part of our lives and vice versa. We're not including her in things she doesn't want to be a part of. And I think when we hear other people who are struggling with this concept, right? Either they're not getting married at all because they can't imagine it without mm-hmm. their not supportive family. Either they're waiting for their family's approval or they're just, you know, thinking about getting married but wondering what that feeling is going to be like and what right we can tell you from our experience if we had waited for the approval we, we wouldn't would be never married, get married. <laughs> if we had invited them to our wedding and they still didn't approve there it would, would be drama there would be drama and it wouldn't be as beautiful as it was and if we thought about ourselves and put our love first and an only invited people who love and support it support us we will 100% feel the love and support in the room was it heavy yes in the beginning because it is still a loss and there is something missing but guess what the people who are there once you walk down the aisle and all eyes of all the people who genuinely love and support your love that's enough at least that's enough for us and that was the trade-off and that was the decision that we made and it was the best decision that, that I can say that we ever made for for us in our wedding a thousand percent I wouldn't change anything And then I think another interesting part or another funny, Mm -hmm. I think another heavy part of of the wedding day was the father-daughter dance for me (laughs) because my dad's not present and I always envisioned my mom doing the dance with me. Yeah. When we first started talking about getting married, you brought that up. Right. And so here we were and I didn't have my dad and I didn't have my mom Mm. and I was kind of wrecking my brain like, what do I do? Because it's totally part of the tradition yeah. and you were dancing with your dad which was so beautiful by the way oh it was so cool to see you and your dad my dad loves you i know he way. does and i appreciate that yeah he calls you his new daughter and he's <laughs> like oh my old daughter doesn't i was like oh yeah i'm the old daughter i feel like i got demoted <laughs> <laughs> he's so cool and so i was racking my brain and i had asked 
like my cousin to do a dance to do the father daughter dance with me mm-hmm. but I didn't want it to feel heavy so yeah. I I loosened I loosened it up and I made it kind of comedic and I had him do um an Al Green song with me and it wasn't it was so funny because we had never danced before together and I really didn't I'm know. I'm pretty sure he forgot that he was <laughs> doing the dance and you had to remind him like a week before the wedding. And he's like, oh yeah, we're doing that thing. <laughs> yes, that's my family for you. They're so like, everything goes over their head. No one takes anything seriously and it's not, I'm like the black sheep. I am nothing like my family yeah. at all. And either way, he freaking killed it. He came through, he did it. We did, we danced to he Al did. Green. It was perfect. It was so fun and the vibe was vibing the vibe was vibe and we i thought it was cute because both of you literally don't like to dance and then you got you you did the al green song but you cut it short yeah you did like half of the al green song or maybe even like that song shorter is like i know seven minutes long i don't think that long but yeah it could feel like it it could feel like so and he i would have been down to extend it but he was like Yo, we can't do the whole song. You got to cut it. So, I I mean, I I was good either way. So, I was like, let's just cut it at the one minute mark and we're good. I, I mean, it's it's beautiful because it's like we had such a beautiful time, you know, with everybody who wanted to be there. And to kind of circle back to, you know, people who don't want to be there, still getting a pass to the wedding and getting invited to the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, we We had to make some tough calls as well. There were some like friendships that were you know lost during the wedding that's a good topic you don't realize the amount of people you invite out of politeness or like out of no I mean that you don't realize the amount of people that you invite out of politeness for sure I think that's why our list was so small because Mm -hmm. we went through our entire group of acquaintances and friends and really thought about who we loved who Mm -hmm. has been there for us and who has been like a good friend to us and a destination wedding will be the first wedding to weed people out who really care Literally. about you and who don't so because you're asking a lot of these people to come <laughs> and the thing is like we had a couple of friends or now acquaintances mm-hmm. who were friends yeah. who like didn't want to be there and, and put us like didn't yeah. just didn't want to be there and I mean there were quite a few friends who just made ex- excuses and then we realized I was like oh okay like we're not it's not that important to you we're not as close as we thought we we're were. not as close as we thought we were um which is fine I think totally that weddings fine. kind of weed out people yeah and, and I appreciate like a wedding friends cleanse yeah I, I think it's like the first way to see you know where you stand with some people and I think when you make excuses for friendships, you know, friendships change over time. But I think sometimes it can be kind of hard to acknowledge that maybe this friendship isn't serving me in the way exactly. that it used to in the beginning. And like maybe we're we're not as connected or we're not as close or if anything, it just doesn't fit. And so I think our wedding was the first thing where we like, there is no excuse. Like this is the most important day of our lives. And if you're choosing not to be there, then that is a choice. And I just want to say choosing not to be there by choice, not choosing not to be there because of financial reasons, because we yeah. also had a ton of friends that just couldn't do it. And there was no... Totally fine. There's no... Yeah. I mean, that that makes sense, right? If you can't financially go to our wedding, it's fine. We're still homies. It's no big deal. Uh, but these were friends that literally just didn't... Yeah, we realized that the the friendship was one-sided and mm-hmm. we needed to cut ties and this was the perfect way to cut ties because their true colors came out. And it wasn't honestly friendships like 
my family didn't come not because they weren't invited they just didn't come they asked for an invitation they wanted to you know rsvp and all of those things but they just genuinely didn't show up and they didn't tell me that they weren't gonna come i just was checking the rsvp and nothing happened and i'm like okay cool that's that's how i i treat my family like that don't want to be there and i was like cool it is what it is like i don't care if you're ice cold i am i am and uh, i was more annoyed with myself i was like then why the hell did i even send that to you (laughs) that was that was that was on me but then that's where i really started to realize like okay i'm not gonna send this to anyone who i don't know for a fact would want to be there right i'm not gonna send things out of courtesy anymore and i think family members get sent invitations out of courtesy and if a family member didn't get the invite, I would genuinely, if they called me up on the phone and you were wondering why they didn't get an invite, I'm like, when was the last time you called me? When was the last time you checked in? I mean, like vice versa, we, we're we not we're not that cool. Like We're a family, but that mean, that needs to mean more to me than just blood relation. I need to know that like you're genuinely there for me. I heard someone say something about if... If your family members weren't your family members and you just met them at a bar or through a friend or at an event, would they still be, would you still be friends with them? And I think that's such a, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, if your family member wasn't your family, would they still be your friend? Yeah. No, we wouldn't be friends. That's what I mean. I think that that question is super important. And I think that once I heard that phrase or that, that question, Mm -hmm. it made total sense. I wouldn't be, I think I'd be friends with two of my family members yeah that's it and i have 13 aunts and uncles yeah it's a big ass family Uh, and you know what it is it's just that we just have nothing in common that's well not only that i mean i think morals play into it yeah respect plays into it. other than our dna we have no we have nothing in common and that's like a a specific point in our dna you know that that's really it and that shouldn't be enough to hold somebody accountable for anything in somebody's life like no 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 thank you that's a good perspective like if i wasn't if my family wasn't my family would we be friends yeah and like honestly some of them probably not some of them cool like we can kick in like we're cool but more like acquaintances i guess and there were some that are just complete strangers like i would yeah if it wasn't for like that bloodline would you be hanging with them would you even give them the time of day probably not i mean for me speaking for myself only but it's a great question that's a great question and i think that's then maybe that's where you start and then you start doing that list of like people to invite and then that list starts getting smaller and smaller but we have like a i think we have a very strong foundation in ourselves and you know we really had to toughen things up when it did come to our wedding because we need that strong foundation going forward, you know, in our marriage, as we grow our own family and understanding, you know, who is in our circle. It's got to be a strong circle. Like if you're in it, you're in it. And we, we you know, we only allow so many people in it. And it, it's it's really big deal for us because you're our yeah. chosen family. And you think that's what is really important to us is having that chosen family. Yeah. And you're only as strong as the weakest person in that circle. Yeah. So making sure you keep the right people around there you go i think that's great advice i i I know we were talking about like the beginning and it was just getting crazy and you were going through your emotional roller coaster i was dying upstairs because (laughs) i was trying to write my vows in like i don't know 30 minutes and it wasn't because i was like putting it off first of all i wanted to write them earlier 
Also, Eden hates writing. Since I met her, she doesn't like writing. She hates the one thing that I've asked her in the four years that we've been together is for cards. I'm a sucker for cards. I love cards on Valentine's Day. I love birthday cards. I love Christmas cards. Handwritten notes in cards. cards, cards. Any type of cards. I love them. I think they're really cute gestures. Maybe it's the Pisces in me. I don't know. But... I've been begging you to write one forever, (laughs) and I knew that's why you were putting it off. Well, okay, for context, the reason why I don't like writing in cards is because I feel like there's a lot of pressure to write in a card because, one, I have dyslexia, and then, two, usually you write with a pen. You don't write a pencil (laughs) because that looks weird. And I tend to make mistakes because then I get my words mixed up or I spell something wrong and then it's just like filled with a bunch of scribbles and so cards just really aren't my thing I I don't know um but it wasn't about me you know this is something that is about you and what you know is important to you and what would make you smile and I wanted to start off our wedding on a really good note so yes I finally got you a card but (laughs) Our friend Amy was the one who had the card, and every- it's funny is I asked I asked Ernie Ernie thank you I asked Ernie to bring me a card so I sent a card to to his house while we were in Oaxaca and to bring it for like I wanted to give you a gift before we did the first look and so I wrote down like this really nice card because <laughs> I love cards and he hid it from you and then you had Amy do the same thing we're literally the same person yeah our friends are really good friends for keeping it from us but Amy was a little too good at her job because she kept it from me <laughs> I asked her to bring a card and I didn't uh, we were so stressed and running for yeah. time and I just didn't really give her much feedback. I was like, can you just bring me any card? I need a card. It just, it just make it look kind of wedding-ish. And she's like, okay, got it. And then she gets to Oaxaca a week before our wedding. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, me, where's the card? She's like, oh, I forgot at the hotel. And I was like, okay, I'll see you like in two days. And then I was like, where's the card? She's like, don't be mad. I forgot it. <laughs> okay, three days before the wedding. Amy, where's the card? And then she's like, oh, no, it was in the other bag. I was like, God damn it, Amy. Like, (laughs) I need this for the wedding. She gives it to me the day before we get married. And so I have no time because we're doing all the last minute things. And so it just really came down to there wasn't, I couldn't be in the bathroom long enough to like write this. And plus, I didn't want to write it in the bathroom. And so I just told you when we woke up and I was like, okay, I love you. I just need 30 minutes. I have to write my vows in this yeah. card. I'm running out of time. The The hair and makeup is about to be here. So I went upstairs and I just started writing. But when I opened the card, the card had like four pages <laughs> of blank paper. And I'm like, oh no, now I feel like obligated to fill it. No way. Yes, because I couldn't give you a card with all these empty pages. How embarrassing <laughs> in front of everybody. And then so... I was really thinking about like, okay, like how, how do I want to write my vows? And and I know people who write vows, write vows, right? They're like vowing these things and promising these things. And yes, love that. Good for you. Uh, I did mine a little differently because it was what spoke to me in the moment. And I remember doing like when I, when I read um, about all these different studies for people who have gotten married and who've gotten divorced and what really is the cause of divorce i know weird right i'm getting married but one of many you're reading about divorce um 
was because like they always say it's not it's never really the big like one big thing like sometimes it can be sure like infidelity and all that stuff but most oftentimes people like look through those things and it's a bunch of little things that have been building up over time that you know turns out into basically turns into a divorce and there are all these studies that show that it's as soon as the person stops noticing the little things is like when things start to go downhill and I notice all the little things about you like I I remember writing so so much and I could keep going and then I felt like I needed to cut it off at like three page things. five <laughs> page five because I'm also writing really big too to like stretch this um and I've already scribbled so much because I made mistakes but I I wrote like three things that you know stood out to me and I had again I had like five and when I put those in my in my vows and when I was like writing these to you it was really just to show you like I'm not only am I very serious about that about this marriage and that I'm, I'm in it for the long call and all the way to the end that I'll just never stop noticing these little things and these are just the little things I've noticed for the past four years like there's still so many more little things that I have yet to discover and I don't want to let the little things go um and I want to I want this to be like the happiest marriage that we could possibly be in and it's not always the big thing sometimes it's it's the small things and uh and and then I realized I outed you in front of a lot of people about (laughs) some of the little things like like when you like something on your plate versus when you don't and now when we go out and eat if you haven't had a chance if you're not one of the seven million people who listen to my vows um I head over to our TikTok head over to our TikTok and you can watch uh our my vow my eight minute long oh my god what you know what's funny about that is so I know Eden like the back of my hand and I knew that she was stressing about her vows because every time I asked her about them, she just would- I was stressing about them. Or she would say like, I ha- I'll get to them. Like it was very anxiety. I'm freaking out. Freaking out. So I knew that and I wrote my vows. They were like these seven paragraphs, which, you know, would have probably been like five minutes long vows and the night before I decided to cut it in half (laughs) I decided to cut my vows in half because I didn't want her to feel a certain type of way if her vows were short and it's like it's so funny because I feel like that's how I know you're like the love of my life because I was putting you first and I was thinking like you know well she doesn't like writing she's probably still struggling with her vows I'm just gonna cut my vows in half so I don't like outshine her or there's no like I don't want her to feel a certain way if my vows are longer than hers. So I cut them. Little did I know Eden was going to like drop the mic and do eight (laughs) minutes long. First of all, when you finished your vows, I, I did think, was that it? Exactly. Because it wasn't it. I (laughs) I was like, I could have sworn you would have gone a lot longer. I did, but I decided last minute to cut it because I didn't want you to feel a certain way certain type of way and I just think that that's such that's so true love like I was looking out for you and you were looking out for me and it was almost like that story about that couple with like the comb and the hair and like yeah like that's that it's so funny and when you were sitting up there and you did this funny thing where you were reading off of a paper and then you switched to the card Mm -hmm. I was like what the fuck now this is the coolest thing ever and I wish in my head I was like I wish I would have left my vows originally (laughs) because they were so cool 
Because my, my first part of my vows was our second date story. Yeah. And I'm really glad I didn't time myself because I think had I timed myself, then I would have maybe not went with that story or done something else. And you have no idea, you all, like how hard it was to hide our second date from you for so long. Like we share so much of our life online and you all kept asking, what's the second date? What happened on the second date? And I had to be like just hold it in like no 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 like we're gonna i'm gonna save this because i know i'm gonna marry this woman and i want to save this for you there were so many things that happened on our second date that never made it to the vows but we will definitely have to have date number two be its own podcast because there was a, there was a whole bunch and i also yeah. feel like we should get married again so that i can do my real vows oh, my extended version that, that's what you think yeah i feel a little gypped for sure <laughs> I I honestly did not think because I knew the second date story was getting long, but then I had this card that I <laughs> I needed to do. I needed to fill and like all of the things just this worked. I hope I hope that you loved your. Vows. I adored them, and Aww. when you pull up the card, I mean that's when the tears started flowing. I couldn't believe you did the one thing that I've been wanting in the last four years uh, uh, during your vows in front of all of our friends. It was so beautiful. I, I, I wrote it like I was writing in a card, but then when I realized watching it back as I was talking, I was talking like I wrote it in a card. And I was like, dear Jane. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I should have just like left that part out. Or It was perfect. Aww. You didn't have to change anything. Thank I'm you. so proud of you for doing something you definitely hate doing yeah and in front of everyone definitely felt like it was for you and i'm glad you liked it and that was the whole point of it and see what happens you guys your person a dream person will fall in love with you if you do things for them that they want (laughs) even if you don't want to do (laughs) another cool thing about our wedding that i really loved doing with you was our custom mezcal bottles that was really cool which we're gonna have to roll out a tiktok in a reel relatively soon about the process but your cousins took us to a finca and we were able to funnel our own mezcal meet the mezcaleros we um, meet the whole i fed the horse yes. linda shout out to horse linda who like pulled all of the <laughs> all the weight to make the mezcal oh, when i tell you we drank so much mezcal to find the right like recipe rest the right strand yeah. for our wedding we drank so much mezcal with your cousins it was insane investigaciones yes and we made three bottles they were our takeaways for every table we had an espadín an espadín reposado we love mezcal like it was so important to, to us to not only have mezcal at our wedding but to make our own mm-hmm. mezcal and then we put like bottles on each of the tables And we customized the bottles and I wanted to, when I was designing the bottle, I wanted it to feel like it was equal parts, both me and you. And when I was doing the design, I was like, there's just something missing here. Like, I love mezcal. I can drink it every single day. Not that you should, but it's just, I love the way mezcal tastes. And when I was designing the bottles, I was like, okay, there's just something of J that is just not enough in here. And you love music Everybody knows you love Absolutely music. Absolutely love music. As a matter of fact, that is my hobby once I get pregnant because I know I'm not going to be able to do a bunch of stuff. So I'm going to learn how to how to become hey. a DJ, probably DJ to our dog and our chickens to get practice, you know, get, get my practice on. <laughs> and then, I don't know, probably DJ with my kid at some point. But I love music. I'm yeah. an avid record collector. I've been going to concerts since I was 16 way too many concerts you've had a playlist for our love story mm-hmm. since like we first started dating and 
I was able to get our Spotify playlist onto like a scannable code and put that on the bottle. And there's like this beautiful description about like our love and the music and, you know, please enjoy this bottle. Like this is where it came from. And you can scan the code and it'll take people to the playlist for our wedding. So cool. Which was really, really cool because it got a little bit of you, a little bit of me. As soon as we opened the doors to our reception, those bottles went flying flying wait and we didn't know how many to have because we also didn't want to have too many out there because then everybody would be blacked out yeah so we had to like Which still happened it still happened anyways <laughs> we had to like pull back a little bit and then people were like it felt like white elephant people would get a bottle then it would get stolen by somebody else and then they would get another bottle and steal it from somebody else yeah. and whoever wound it up with it at the end of the night good on you because <laughs> you got like one of the last ones you, you you made it to the end yeah uh and then we saved a couple of the empty bottles just because like the design was really really cool and i wanted to keep a memory we have one with with yeah. our actual mezcal from our wedding which i think would be so cool if we like drink it with our child when they turn 21 because we have cool. enough in the bottle to just save yeah i think that'd be really cool i really found like this hidden passion for making mezcal and i don't know maybe there's something there but i you really enjoyed it i really enjoyed the process i enjoyed learning about it i think probably more than the average person would and i felt really inspired to design and create like our own bottle for our wedding so hey putting it in the universe who knows maybe there's something there an eden xj mezcal bottle might be coming to the store soon it would be made with love (laughs) yes of course um and i think something else like that was so underrated and so incredibly cool at our wedding was the after the tone that you found yeah so i saw this tiktok uh, months before our wedding it was called after the tone and first of all I wasn't a fan of the guest book I was already looking for alternatives, alternatives yeah. because I didn't I don't know writing just it felt boring to me <laughs> and I found this this company after the tone that takes all the voicemails throughout the wedding of your friends and family and they press it on a vinyl and like I said I collect vinyls so this was perfect, perfect. And we ended up hitting them up and getting the phone out. They send you a retro phone in different, whatever color you want. I think ours was yellow. Yellow. Yeah, so cute. And everybody was able to leave messages. So I think that was underrated. And if you're having a wedding, please look into After the Tone. It was totally worth it. It was worth like everything. And Mm -hmm. it's just the coolest, it's the coolest like guest book because you get to have their voices and how they sounded and some people were really drunk. Some people were really emotional. Mm-hmm. It was like a mixture of everything. And we get to have that feeling that they had in that moment forever. Yeah. Plus, I think, I don't know, maybe I'm just already in mom mode. But I think it's so cool that our kids could listen to it. Yeah. And there's so many people brought up the kids. A ton so. of people. I think every other message was like, I'm ready for the these babies. kids. Let's go. Let's go. Or people offered babysitting. So yeah. I'm going to pull up that record and be like, I have it on recording. As a matter of fact, we should just play our some of our faves from that night. We, we should. Y'all should I, I listen to it. I know that we were talking about like babies and this is going to be the episode for the babies. So tune in next week. That'll be baby talk. We needed to get through some more of our favorite parts of the wedding and, and create safe space create safe feel. space yeah we had a lot of feelings on this episode so be sure to tune in next week because there will always be feels and you know please thank you so much for listening to unfiltered and enjoy these messages and enjoy the messages bye, bye. hello please leave a message after the tone eden jess it's me cynthia i love you girls Everything looked amazing, and 
Everything was perfect in its own way. I can't wait to see you grow your family. And I love you so much. Good night. Hi, Eden and Jay. This is Michelle Reyes. I just want to say congratulations, guys. In this new chapter, I wish nothing but the best. And I just want for you guys love, that's all. And enjoy. This wedding is going to be amazing. And everything is beautiful. And yeah, muchas felicidades. Esto es hermosísimo. Y soy muy contenta de que lo hayan pasado aquí en Oaxaca. Besitos. Hi, mijas. It's Tia Monique. I'm outside. You're late again. No, just kidding. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this was so beautiful. I loved everything. You two are gorgeous together. I can't wait to see what the future brings. I can't wait to see hopefully the beautiful babies that it brings. And I'm available for babysitting. I love you both so much. And this day and week and all the time I get to spend with you guys is incredible. I love you both very much. Love, love, love you. And wishing you nothing, nothing but the best. Bye. Y... Aló, aló, aló. Okay. Graba. 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 Pero... Graba tu voz. Felicidades, prima. Felicidades. Oh, ya está grabando ahí. Oh, por eso. Hola, primas. ¿Cómo estamos? Felicidades. Soy Kenny. Hi, guys. Fucking congratulations. I'm a little faded. Sorry. Thank you for inviting me. I've had a blast. And I wish you guys nothing but the best. You guys are already pretty awesome. So. You know, nothing but the best from here moving forward, all right? Great. Thank you, guys. Bye. Hey, Eden and Jay. This is Bert. I just wanted to say that I love you both so much, and you guys bring so much joy to my life, and you guys bring the beauty and everything every time I see you guys, and I just wanted to continue spreading that. I'm a little drunk, so <laughs> you guys know I don't drink, but anyways. Um, yeah, you guys are amazing. I love you both. And like I said, you guys can never end because I'm breaking up with the both of you because there's no way that that will ever happen. Think of the children. But I love you both. And I'm wishing you guys a happily ever after. And I can't wait to meet the baby. I love you both. Bye. Hello, preciosas. It's Sam and Cari. Hi, baby. Bueno, pues. Um, we just want to let you know that we're so proud of you. Um, Jay, I know you have some feelings about your family. Please, please let yourself feel all of those emotions, but always remember that this is your day and they cannot take this happiness away from either of you. And Eden, know that your mom is watching down from you and that she loves you so, so much. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> It's bad gal, Bree Bree. Um, I love you guys, and it's raining, and we're turning up right now in celebration of y'all. Araceli, get on this line. Hello, hello, hello. This is Araceli here, leaving you a hot, sexy message for the hot, sexy ladies at this beautiful wedding. Thank you so much for having us and for having so much mezcal that, uh, you know, friendships are made and bonds that can't be broken. Love you guys. You guys are beautiful, look beautiful, and can't wait to keep partying for the rest of our lives because y'all are stuck with us. We've been here. We've done that. So now we're stuck. Here we are. Eric, it's you, my friend. Oli, amores, las quiero un pinche chingo, demasiado, son lo mejor de, de todo el mundo. Thank you guys so much for 
inviting me and including me into your lives. Uh, it means a lot, and this is so cool. And I've met some awesome people, and I'm excited. And I love you guys. Okay, let's take a shot. Take a shot with me. Pursley, Pursley. Yeah, I love you. Oh my God. I can't believe that I literally almost forgot to leave a voice message on here. Well, it is exactly 9.35 p.m. Everybody's lit. Let me give you a quick update so you can refresh. So far, the party's been going great. All the details are great. You guys are nitpicky. <laughs> We're like always, and I love you so, so, so much for it, but everybody's enjoying it. We're living life. This is a tough night, literally, for us to remember. We're about to get our tattoos, by the way. Um, which is kind of insane to talk about right now. Like, this is going to be on here for the rest of our lives. Our, your kids are going to hear it. And I'm excited for it. Los amo mucho. I love you so, so much. Thank you so much for letting me part, be part of your life. You've helped me grow so much. And I love seeing you grow. Te quiero. Hello. I love you guys so much. Holy shit, this is the best wedding I've ever been to. Hola. Oigan, las quiero un chingo y, y ustedes las have. Ah, please, can you, can you never post this on, on ever? No? Okay, okay, go. Awesome. Love y'all. Um, this is Eric. <laughs> Eden, Jess, can you guys hear me? Um, I think I just came to a royal wedding. I came to Eden and Jess's wedding, but oh my god, this is literally a royal wedding. It was fireworks, tattoos, tacos, esquites, bomb steak food, bomb literally drinks. What the hell? This is the freaking wedding of the year, of the century. I love you girls. I wish you guys the most. Like, honestly, you guys are just goals. I fucking love you girls. I fucking fucking love you. Love, Leslie. Bye-bye. Tayo. Goodbye. Hey. Ian and Jay, I hope this goes through. I'm uh, I'm drunk as fuck. I'm here with Demetrius. I'm so thankful you invited me to this. I I can't imagine a better night that I can experience genuine, authentic fucking love with people. Um. It was beautiful. I, I appreciate the openness that you guys had. I appreciate what you said. I appreciate um, your story together. You, Eden and Jay, how you met, how you progressed, how everything happened. I hope this goes through. I have no idea if this is being recorded right now, but I hope it is because you guys are fucking rad. I can't believe you put this together. This is insane. The people you have, the people you brought together, um, they're amazing. I, they're so fun to be around. They put a smile on my face. I hope I get to be friends with them forever. And I hope I get to be friends with you forever too. Um, thank you. I, all I can express is gratitude. Thank you so much. Bye. Testing, testing, testing. Eden and Jay, this is Demetrius, a.k.a. D. Thank you so much for inviting me to your wedding. 
This has been an amazing experience. You all have amazing friends. And this is my first time meeting your friends. And I love seeing and meeting the people who know and love the both of you and just support you all in everything that you do. And I want to thank the both of you for being who you are and supporting and representing a group of people who many times don't get any type of representation and don't get acknowledgement and don't feel the support and the love that they should feel. And I, I just want to thank you all for, for being inclusive and, and representing everyone. Um, and, and it shows in the group of people that you know and the, the people that you, sur you surround yourselves with. And it's clear that the both of you are so loved and appreciated by so many people. And I am so grateful and so honored to be here celebrating this day with you. Hola, guapas. Es su tío, la chio. Las quiero un chingo, eh? Felicidades. Que disfruten de su vida juntas. Chau, chau! Hello, is this Eden and Jay? This is Amanda. I'm on uh, my eighth or ninth drink of the night. I've had a steady pour of mezcal down my throat pretty much all weekend. It's been amazing. And I have you two to thank. Listen, I don't know what I did to get so lucky to have two friends like you to be included in your circle. I truly feel blessed to be able to have you guys in my life. You are just absolutely amazing. Everything you do is amazing. This wedding was beautiful. You guys are beautiful. The life that you're building is absolutely beautiful. And I just feel so blessed to be able to have any kind of small part in that, being able to witness it. It's been amazing. So here's to a very long, love-filled life between the two of you. Congratulations. I love you, girls. You're beautiful. Hi, Eden and Jay. This is Alicia. Just know I love you. And I always want the best for you. Jay, thank you for treating my friend so well. I can never ask for more. You are a good person. And I never want anything better for Eden. Eden and Jay, I just want to say how much I love you too. And I'm so happy for you. And I'm, I'm so glad that, um, that you two are together. I, and your wedding was absolutely amazing. Um, <laughs> I look forward to uh, being a, a grandpa, but remember, it's just Papa, okay? <laughs> I love you both, and um, I can't wait. I can't wait to be with my grandchild. Love you. Hey, girls. <laughs> it's Amber and V. We're currently pretty fucked up at your wedding reception right now. Mother Blasting Peso Pluma. But we just want to say thank you for inviting us to this wonderful celebration. It was beautiful from beginning to start. And I've never had such a good time in my life. Like, it was amazing. And also, thank you for marrying us. <laughs> thank you for inviting us into this magical world that is you guys and everything special about you and everything loving about you and everything enticing. Bye. <laughs> Hello, how's the queeps? Uh, hope this is recording. 
This is Easy Dick on Radio 92.5. Um, are we going, baby, live? Are we live, CC girl? Okay, just want to make sure that we are live here in Oaxaca. OMG, this has been one hell of a wedding, girl. I have been twerking, quirking, and doing everything that's in between. I love you guys so much. You guys are my queens, my booze, my babes. Like I told you before, um, nothing has made me happier than to be a part of your lives and to be a part of your family. And I've also had nine shots of mezcal, so whatever I said before, take it with stride. But I love you so much. Girl, shut up. They're laughing at me. All your makeup artists are laughing at me. Fucking Bert and Cece here. They think I'm so funny. They think I'm so funny. Yeah, you're so funny. Okay, where you go next? Puta. So funny, right? Whatever. Everyone's always making fun of me. I love you. Eden. Oh, my mama, baby. Meow, meow, meow. Jay. Kitty, kitty. I love you, girls. Okay. Okay, good luck, bitch. You guys go next. Hey, babes. Okay, I should have done this in the beginning because right now I'm kind of like feeling myself a bit. Yeah, I'm a little fucked up, so bear with me. Um, You know how much I love y'all. I love you guys so, so much. Thank you for inviting me and my husband to your beautiful wedding. We had an amazing time. You got my husband out of his comfort zone. He was actually wearing a suit for y'all, which... Uh, let me tell you, the only time he's ever worn a suit is for his dad's funeral. So that should say a lot. <laughs> he really loves you guys as well. And like I said, we had such a great time. Everything was so beautiful. Of course, you guys look amazing. Thank you again for having us. And I love you guys so, so much. Please never change. Always love each other. Always cherish, cherish each other. I'm a little fucked up, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm going to hang up because I'm... Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm done. Hello? You talk. Is it recording? It's recording, my love. You sure? It's recording. Oh, yes. okay, okay. Pick up the phone. All right. Hello, hello. It's Alanis. Uh, it's Alanis and Val, actually. We're both here together. And we were just saying how, like, both of us, we never take a vacation. And this is, like, the first time we've ever had one. And it's... I don't think we can ever top this. And that's kind of like the scary part, but it's also so lovely being here and celebrating the both of y'all. And it's just been such a like exhilarating experience spending it with like so many queers, especially like a lot of lesbos. And you never see this type of shit. So I'm so happy to have met the both of y'all. Like I know we met through more of like you know more of like Brussels and I, you know, business sort of sense or whatever. But like regardless of all that, I am just it's honest like y'all have y'all are the best thing that's ever happened like to me in general so it's very personal to me i really care about the both of y'all about the movement so you know always reach out whenever you know you have any questions i love the both of y'all deeply outside of like any sort of you know nightclub sense so (laughs) this is valerie dancing hi eden and jay this is valerie um i just wanted to say thank you for you know, being so open and welcoming me with open arms. I really, really appreciate it. I know we're still new acquaintances, but, you know, y'all have just been so legendary and so cool. And I just love seeing queer love. 
Yeah, they're so beautiful. Literally, like, nothing tops that. I loved coming here and just being as fucking gay as I could fucking be and just see, like, just, like, the coolest queer fucking couple ever. Latinas, everything. Like, it's just amazing. It was beautiful. So I thank you, and I'm eternally grateful. And what a amazing place Oaxaca is a, such a beautiful place and I'm just in awe so thank you thank you so much we love you Eden and Jess it's Stephanie your friend I just want to let you guys know that I love you all so so very much I am so happy to be part of your family today was such a spectacular evening I couldn't be more grateful than to spend it with you all and for me to be even invited to this. I love you girls. You know that I'm here for you and for everything, every step of the way. You need advice, a mommy, woman, whatever, I'm here. I love you guys so much and I'm proud of you for everything that you've done. Love you guys. What's up, girlies? This is Amy again. I love y'all so much. Thank you for having me here with you. Um, this was an amazing ass wedding. Y'all fucking ate this fucking wedding venue was fucking amazing. The drinks were amazing. Everything was fucking amazing. I am so proud of you both. Is it going? Clock strikes upon the hour and, and the, the sun begins to fade boom, 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 boom. it's been a long time to figure out how to chase my blues away we're so excited that you got hitched because we're friends with you and we're gonna find a rhyme now i kind of fucked this up <laughs> Oh, we're so glad you got married. Fuck yeah. We are so glad you got married. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so glad you got married. We love, so love you. Eden and Jay. Eden and Jay. Jay. <laughs>